Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey, Calcats. Welcome back to another episode of Intoxicated. I'm your host, Kelsey Davies, and I am here with a very special guest. We have Drew Allen. Drew Hawk. Go. Okay, Drew Hawk. Why is your microphone so far away from you? You want it in the picture? (laughs) Yes. Hello. How are we doing? Drew Drew had the microphone like a foot away from him. Like, really? You think it's going to pick you up from there? We're not that close yet. Huh? We have to get a little bit closer. We got to get to know each other a little bit. Oh, because we don't know each other. Before it gets up in my my mouth area, you're like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> that sound what was that um, if you guys don't know drew he is my boyfriend for of uh, five years so we've been doing doing the thing for five years and it's don't put it been a journey don't put it that way. we've been doing the thing we've been for five doing years. the thing for five years what's wrong with doing the thing and here's the sun oh little tito we have little tito if you guys want to see tito and our faces you guys can go check this podcast out on youtube which is k-e-l-s-i-d-a-v-i-e-s we also got drew's youtube which is d-r-u-h-a-w-k drew hawk that is it that is Drew, me. not Drew Cock, Drew Hawk. Um, th- that that other one is for me. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is your intoxicated choice of the night? Lemon sour. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. There we go. Lemon sour. So we went to Japan recently and Drew and I aren't big alcohol people. Um, I'm like allergic. I have the Asian glow. So I do get like hives and I get, I, I just get really sick and it just doesn't make me, doesn't make me feel good. So I try, I have to take two peps at AC complete before I even drink alcohol. Um, otherwise I turn red and it's just not, it's not a good time. You see her, she's like, where's my pepsin? I need my pepsin before. Pepsin? It's pepsid. Pepsid? Yes. Like Sid from Ice Age? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, the last dandelion. (laughs) I'm Sid the Sloth. Guys, it's the last dandelion. It's the last melon. I kind of want to do voice acting. I actually do have an audition for a, a voice voice acting gig for mm-hmm. Nickelodeon. Like super, I have a little audition there, so I'm super stoked about that. Are you gonna get slimed? 
<gasps> that would be so cool. Could you imagine if I got slimed on Nickelodeon? Guys, I'm manifesting that right now. Um, but my intoxicant. Oh, yeah, I was going into Drew's <laughs> choice because the lemon sours. We went to Japan and we're not big alcohol people, but Drew found a drink that he really likes. Yep. What what it like tell them what it is because you made it. It's a what? little it's what, a little sour. <laughs> it is a lemon sour. Well, it's Americans' version of a lemon sour. A Drew version of a lemon sour. It is. Let's be honest really here. <laughs> it is quite sour. Um, I told him to put some sugar. I think you needed to like put a little water or something. I don't know. Nah. No. You got, you got ice cubes. I'm gonna take a little a little sip. It, oh. Whoa. It's got wow. like, it's got like Woo. it is quite sour. That is a lemon sour right there. I don't But you can't tell there's three shots of vodka in there. There's three shots of vodka. God damn. God damn, y'all guys. This is gonna be an intoxicated episode. I also have been smoking marijuana, um, as usual. I think the I had I had it's called unicorn poop. That's what I had. It's called unicorn poop. And it's <laughs> it's really good. Like it's a sativa, but it makes me not too jittery and not too like like out there. Um, I apologize for the hiatus on this intoxicated episode. We got back to Japan. I've been going through some mental health issues, y'all. So Japan? Yeah. You got back to Japan? From Japan. <laughs> I thought I said that. Did we, I not? We live in Japan now. Spoilers. We do. But I had like a whole panic attack this morning. Drew helped me out. Always helps me out. He's my rock. So I'm grateful for you. I'm the rock. He is. He is. Um, <laughs> so if anyone out Johnson. there is going through like mental health struggles or anything, just know you're not alone, guys. I'm going through it right now, but we're going to push through. I am stopping my Lexapro, so I'm weaning off of it as much as I can. I completely stopped taking it, and then I started getting like brain zaps all day, so I took like 2.5 grams, just like a little bit, because it just, it helps. So it's really hard getting off of this medication, but damn. I, I'm doing it. We're hanging in there. Look at Tito. Tito's all cuddly. He says, I love Drew. He says, I love him. Aw, we love Tito. He's a little I'm staring pie. into the camera. Aw, <laughs> Tito, are you the guest? Say meow. Say, I'm the guest. That's me. This is from the five years of uh, the thing. Yeah. Us doing the thing. Of us doing the thing. This is the result. This is our We camp. had a cat baby. <laughs> That's what happened. We also have Luna, but I had I had her before I met Drew, so she has a I'm stepdaddy. Yeah. She I was her mommy and daddy for a while, so I think I got a new microphone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On last week's episode, we ended talking about like, I was kind of talking about how I communicate with spirits, how it's a little more like telepathic in a way. It's not like, like talking to a person, you know, for me, it's like very, I don't know, telepathic. They show me things. They give me feelings. Like I know what they're talking about, but it's like a higher way of uh, communication. So I wanted to go into like, you know, like aliens and stuff and like their forms of communication and even animals. Like if you look at animals and the way they communicate with each other, it's very, it's well, almost telepathic. They kind of just know what to do. Like they, the meow, like when they meow, it's not because of they're communicating. Like that's how they communicate with us. Yeah. Because they know, like they don't even communicate with each other like that. They literally will stare at each other and it's like, Sometimes I think they're like telepathically communicating. It's so interesting. Do you ever think that? Honestly, I always I'm always curious what they're thinking, like how they're like making their choices. Yeah, how their minds like process and stuff. I feel like sometimes they just do things, you know, that <laughs> just like is instinct. But it's so weird to me that people are so skeptical about psychics and mediums and people with gifts. 
But then it's like animals literally have these senses and these gifts. Like animals. Oh, like the earthquakes and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll sense it coming before even we know it's happening. Yeah. Like things like that. And then like anxiety, emotional support animals. Like how do these dogs know when this person is about to have like epilepsy or whatever, you know, like how do they know? Yeah. It's instinct. It's things that they have. But then it's so hard for people to grasp the concept that humans could have that too. Like we do have a higher intelligence. So why wouldn't we be able to have these senses and gifts? I blame high fructose, high fructose <laughs> corn syrup. Fructose. Fructose. I blame high fructose. I can't say it. High fructose corn syrup. Is that the problem? I blame it. It's high fructose <laughs> corn syrup. I blame it. <laughs> that is the problem. Well, and you know what's weird? So we went to Japan and we ate like shit. Like we ate like fucking garbage. Like here we were on like a diet and stuff. And we, I don't even know, Drew was drinking monsters and I was eating ramen and having all these desserts. And we were just eating like fucking- Grapes, candy. Yeah. Pastries. <laughs> But Robin. then, but then we come back and I weigh myself and I'm like, God damn, like I've probably, you know, gained a few pounds and I lost four pounds. And I thought that was really weird. Like you lost weight too, didn't you? I lost, I lost like six or seven pounds. From their food and everyone out there is so tiny and it just makes sense. Why? Because their food doesn't have things that we have, like our foods. There's a couple things that go into it though, because- a lot of them do public transportation, so there's a lot of walking to the public train. Like, we walked a lot out there. Yeah. You got to walk to the train station. Then once you get to the train station, you ride this train, and then you get onto a different train. Yeah, it was so chaotic, And then once you take the trains, you get onto the subway, and then, yeah. And then you got to walk, like, a mile or two to where you're actually going from the train station. It's, like, it's a lot. Yeah. And then you got the food that's way better for you. Mm-hmm. But there's not as much selection, I would say. There is, but there isn't. It's definitely Japanese culture mixed in. Even if it's Western-style food, it's definitely Jap Japanese-style culture. Like, right. In it. Like, if you come over here and they bring their, they bring their, like, the food from their cultures over here, eventually it gets Americanized. Yeah. It just is what it is. We don't eat the same stuff. No, but it's so weird because in the U.S., there's a lot of ingredients that we use that are illegal in other countries, but we use them in like a lot of our food. And like, it's so weird if you look into it and look into our food. Like, I always wondered why people like eat organic and stuff. I was like, I don't understand, but it's like, whatever they fucking put in our food, like, it's so weird because it does make us gain weight, but then it's so bad to be like, like fat, like, or whatever, you know, people like have this perception of like fat being a bad thing, but then it's like, they advertise all these skinny models and stuff. Like this is the ideal body. This is what you need to look like. But then it's like, it's, it's not, it's not it. Money. It it's is for so money. fucked up. Like it's so fucked up. And then there's these, all these people that have these bodies that are just surgically made, but it's like, you think, oh, I need to look like that. You don't like, you don't. It's just so weird to me. Like I true, I truly believe every body size is beautiful, but it's like, literally like obesity in the United States is very high because of our food, because of what we're given. It's so freaking weird to me. And it's so hard to like lose weight and stuff. Even if you're eating healthy, the shit they put in our food, like prevents us from, from doing that. But then you go to a different country and you lose weight like that. It's so sad. It's so sad to me. What do you guys think about that? What do you think? I mean, they do it on purpose. They want you to be heavier because you're going to be more depressed. You're going to get lazy because you're depressed. And you're going to be more worried about, like, the problems that you have with yourself and your body. That way you stop focusing on things that they want to do, like, how they want to do it. But they've always done stuff like this. Like, they did low-fat stuff, like, for yogurts, dairy, and all that stuff. But then because they took the fat away from it, they had to add more sugar into it to make it 
taste the same. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, fat isn't the problem. Sugar's the problem. Now they did diet stuff where it's like, oh, zero sugar. But now they're adding natural or un, like they're not sweet, like artificial sweeteners and they cause cancer too. Yeah. So like they, fucked up shit in our they'll food. Take, they'll take the natural stuff out and then put an artificial thing in that's 10 times worse and it kills you and it makes you addicted to it. McDonald's, the way they make their food, it's engineered. It's not cooked or like made normally. It's engineered. Like literally. So if you're ever struggling, I've struggled with body dysmorphia for a long time. I, I, I got like bigger for myself, like a little more thick, I guess. I don't know what the word for it is. You know, whatever you want to call it. I got I was thicker, but I was happy. Like I was genuinely happy with myself and I didn't see a problem with it until I started getting comments online. Like, oh my God, you're so fat. Oh my God. Like you gained so much weight. You're so chunky, like all these things. But it's like, I started just not seeing fat as a bad term. Like it shouldn't be used as a bad term or an insult because every body is different. So I don't think it's like, I just don't get why people like say things like that. Like, oh, you're so skinny. Like, like they try to use that as an insult. Oh, you're so fat. They try to use that as an insult, but it's projecting. like, that's your body. Like that's, it's if you're projecting. skinny, if you're fat or, or whatever you call it, you know, it's like, that is your body and you are, you're the soul inside of it. You just have to love yourself. Just love yourself. And that's the most important thing is self-love. That's something that I've really worked on with myself, just loving my body no matter what weight I am, no matter what size I am, no matter if I'm like, I went through a phase where I was really, really, really skinny, you know, it was unhealthy, but I still loved myself, you know, like just love yourself for who you are. And that's the most important thing. And like, just watch what you eat with our freaking American foods because they purposely like put shit in it that is scary. It's scary. Like processed foods and stuff. There's all these chemicals that have caused literally cancer and stuff like health, health disorders. I'm it, not going to say the name of the company, but there's one company that owns all the companies. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If you look into it, there are like a few big companies, like five or one. one. It's one. I thought there were like five different big companies or corporations that own all of these. If you go foods. into the each of the stocks of them, mm -hmm. it leads back to one company. I'm not saying the name, but it's one company. Google it, guys. Google it. We're not going to. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> they, they build the United They're States. They're on to us. <laughs> they build the United States out in 2008 for the, the crash, the recession. Really? Yep. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And they own all foods and what we eat. If you go back to any company that's like actually important into like power in like the economy, mm-hmm. look who owns at least 20% of it. That's the lowest amount they own of each of those companies. Stay woke, guys. So they, they Open own, your eyes. They own just enough. So if they get pissed off at that company, they try to go against them. They could put all their shares into this, all their shares into the open market and sink it. That's scary. I'm not going to say who, but you can find out for yourself. That shit's scary. Like That's what I'm saying. They, they, oh. they put stuff in your food, get, get you overweight and depressed. Just so you could like worry about that, so you don't open your eyes and start looking at stuff like this. They want you at home, depressed, scrolling through social media and stuff like that, and like, like so depressed up. with yourself, so you don't open your eyes. And they'll give you a bunch of distractions to look at. Yeah, there's a lot the, of distractions. In the, in the background, they're doing all this stuff. Don't trust guys. I'm like, don't trust them. I don't trust them. They're going to come get me. I'm scared. They're not going to get anybody. We haven't said who. Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying who they can find out themselves. Guys, we're not going to say who. Um, But I also, I don't even know. I went from communicating with spirits and telepathics to to our food. How did, oh, that's that's because I asked you your intoxicated choice. Okay, I have my little notes out here. Um, I wanted to go more into the telepathic communication a little bit. Um, just cause that's what I ended my last episode on. So for aliens and stuff, like you, you believe in aliens. Yep. So for like higher dimensional beings, do you think that they could like the way they communicate isn't like us? Like I can't imagine them like just us. be like, I don't think oh, it's oh, psychic oh, either. I think it's, that was my alien talk. I think it's <laughs> something completely different that we don't understand. Yeah. They could communicate with just electricity. Electricity. Yeah, like there's... So for cell phones... What about energy? Well, that's the same thing. Electricity is energy, but radio waves, energy waves, sound waves, like we use verbal sound waves that I say something, it hits your ear and you process it. With electricity, it gets sent to you and the waves basically get turned into something that actually makes sense to you. That's the same thing with cell phones and, and radios. You talk into a microphone, same thing what we're doing right now. It's not like just, oh, yeah, it's the words getting put into there. It's not like somebody's right. listening to it and then like changing over. It's waves going put into this, sent into electricity, and then put back into a box to record it. So do you think like in like a big alien uh, community, um, <laughs> community, there's just a community of aliens, Um Do you think that they, like, instead of the media and stuff that we have to, like, receive information, do you think that the way that they receive information is just, like, they know? Like, someone just sends it out and they're like, oh, don't go on the the freeway today or whatever aliens. I don't don't fucking know. I'm sure they have. Don't go on the space, uh, the space line 55 today. Don't do it. You know, there's a, there's an accident up in the. In the nebula. Uh, huh? I think it's hive mind. As soon as something happens with something, they're all connected. They all communicate the same way. So let's say your body, this was a different, like your hand was a different person. Your head was a different person. This other hand was a different person. They all work as like a Well, a that's, body. How your, that's how your body is. That's kind of ants work. 
like ants. It's a, it's a little different, but. But they like ants, if you watch them, like they're these tiny little things. And it's like, they just know what to do. Like if they'll literally make a boat out of themselves to save their queen, mm -hmm. they'll literally make things like they just know what to do. It's like a, a telepathic thing or a, I don't even know. It's, like they it, just it's know. Instinct. It's instinct, but that's like telepathic too, in my it's, opinion. It's instinct. What's the difference between- Instinct is something that you were born knowing but Tele that's so crazy to me. It's like turtles. Like you're just born like, and you just okay, know you, what you to think, do. You think turtles are psychic because they know to go to the ocean as fast as they can when they're hatched? And swim, they know. A, and swim a certain direction? It's just it's interesting. instinct. They wake up and they know that it's so ingrained. No, I'm saying, into do their, you think instinct could be it's ingrained associated? It's ingrained to their DNA. It is built into who you are. That's just so crazy. Like, because every species has their own we thing have, that they do. We have our instincts. Yeah. Fight I know. or flight is instinct. Yeah. Where if you're going to fight or run, one of those two are going to happen. Right. Unless you just completely shut down. <laughs> me. Me. <laughs> that, that is more of a new thing, though. The shutdown is a newer thing, though. Oh, it my God. It used to be I, only fight or I flight. wish I had fight or flight now. Like, now I might, but God damn, I've been through some situations. I don't and know I just, that you actually want I literally it. just leave my body. I just sit there and I'm like, I just shut down. Like, I don't even know what to Dear do. Headlights. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Like my body just shuts down and I can't even speak. It's her. This it, is her. Like I'm literally a deer in the headlights. Like I do not have that. I don't know what's, I have some issues. I went and got acupuncture the other day. I'm trying all these things. I've been doing yoga, guys. I'm trying, trying all these goddamn things, but miss anxiety over here. Woo, I also had a dream. I gotta tell you guys about my dream the other night. So I had- <laughs> You cannot topic every chance you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, but- what? Okay, yeah. Dream. <laughs> oh my. My dream. I had a dream <laughs> that, um, so the other night, or was it morning? I don't even know. I woke you up from it. You could pump in the mic with your glass. Oh, I'm <laughs> Desi, do it again. <laughs> okay. I couldn't figure out whether to drink or to, to say my dream. Okay, so my dream the other night was so scary and so disturbing. And it was about us preparing to die from this atomic bomb that was coming. So we were literally like, I was with you and stuff. And like, it was like my family and stuff. We were all preparing. Like we got this message from the government and it was like, like preparing for the atomic bomb. And it was this list and it was like, um, put headphones on so you don't hear the explosions, put your like close your eyes and like they told you to just breathe and just breathe through it. Like we were preparing to die. It was so scary. And I was just sitting there like trying to breathe like before like this bomb fucking came. Isn't that awful? But a lot of people have been having dreams. Like I tweeted about it and other people were like, I was literally talking about this the other day or I had a dream about this too. Like it's so scary. Just like our world is scary. It scares me. What was your dream? You had it a fucking disturbing fucking dream too. Terrible. We were heading back from Japan in my dream. This is a couple of days actually after we got back from Japan. Or a couple, I think it was a couple of weeks. No, it was a couple of days. No, because this happened a couple of days ago. It wasn't that long. It hasn't then, been that long since we've been Because then I had the dream off of your dream. We had dreamception again. We've had, we've been back for like 10 days, babe. No, no, no. It wasn't right after. Like it was like. Either, either way, okay. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter when it happened. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't know why I'm going into that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so in my dream, we're flying back from Japan. Me and Kelsey are talking in our seats. We're just having a good old time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take a nap. I'm gonna take a nap right here. <laughs> good night. So good night. I take my nap and then I hear the ding like for the seatbelt chime. And basically they're like, chime. they're like, put your seatbelts on. We're gonna be landing in LA here shortly. And me and Kelsey give us like the weird look like, cause it's only been like three hours on the flight. Like that was way too fast. 
Were we sitting in like the same seats and stuff or was it different? I, I don't remember. Oh no, you said that I was by the window. Oh, I think it was like the seats that we rode to Japan in. Like that's how it was oh, set up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but basically we're sitting there and it's like, oh, we're landing. And out of nowhere, the seatbelt sign comes on again. And it's like, we're, we need to prepare for a uh, crash landing. Um, I can't remember exactly what, which words were said, but it's like, prepare for a crash landing. And basically we start like going down, it starts getting really rough. And I hear like an explosion. And then the side of the airplane gets torn off where Kelsey's sitting. And I see her get like ripped out of the, the plane. <laughs> Just completely like ripped out of there. It was, like, it was terrible. Aww. Like I see you got torn to pieces. And Wait, then I, did I have like my bangs and stuff? Everything. Aww. You got ripped out. Like you had the blanket on your body, like and everything. And I just saw it like get obliterated out of the side That's of it. So awful. And then I look down. I'm cut. My legs are cut off at the knees, and I see like bones and flesh coming out of my like my legs. I just see stumps with like a sharp like <laughs> like sharp like bone points with like flesh and blood squirting out of it. Oh my god! And I'm like freaking out because he just got ripped out of the plane. And basically, like a, like red lights come on, and like it gets even worse. Like it's even more shaky, and then. I hear another like loud bang and like a bunch of flames erupt around me. And like, I literally like burn alive for like two or three seconds. And then I like wake up, like, and I shot up, I was laying on my back. I shot up in like a cold sweat, like screaming, look at it, Kelsey. I'm like, you what weren't the screaming. I was screaming. <laughs> I didn't hear you scream. I was silent screaming. Something was trying to come out. Oh. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Like when you're trying to scream and you're but dream, I, like but dripping you like sweat. Yeah, he was like, babe, I just had the worst nightmare. And I was kind of half awake. So he told me about it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's like awful. And so he went to work and I went back to sleep. And it was so crazy. I had this dream that we were on like a little tiny plane and or a helicopter. I can't figure out what it was, but we were on something like that. And the whole time Drew was like freaking out about his dream, like in my dream, like he was like dreamception, like you're freaking about, freaking out about your dream. And I was just saying, it's going to be okay. Like it was just a dream. You're going to be fine. I was comforting him and stuff. And like, we had like this really like this, the literally the plane or helicopter was going in loops. Like we were like spinning in the air, doing all these fucking flips and shit. And I was just like, Oh, wee! like we're, we're fine. <laughs> and it was all happy, but it was so weird. And I woke up and I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, I was, like, comforting your soul or something. <laughs> that was horrible. I know. I don't like dreams that like was, that. That was the worst dream I probably had, the worst nightmare. It, it felt the most realistic out of any nightmare I've Dude, had. Dude, I've had vivid dreams, like, my entire life. My dreams are so vivid. So it's, like, I've had dreams like that, too, just that intense. So I knew exactly, like, you know, how you wake up from it and you're like anxious. Like I knew exa exactly what he was feeling. And I was like, dude, just breathe. It's okay. I understand. But then some of my dreams fucking come true. Like they literally happen because I'm psychic. So then like the atomic bomb dream in my head, I'm like, fuck. Like Hunker down. I called my mom and I told her about it. And she was like, um, if anyone else were to tell me this dream, I would be like, oh shit, but you like, don't tell me this shit. I don't want to know. She was like freaking out. She was like, coming from you. I don't know. Like my therapist said the same thing. She was like, Ooh, I don't know about that. Like <laughs> from a psychic, I don't think a psychic really like we want a psychic to have that dream. <laughs> it's not just not a good thing. So please yeah. stop having those dreams. I was, I'm really trying. I'm really trying. She has dreams where I die all the time, too. Dude, it's horrible. I think that's an interfere, tell, though. She'll, she'll tell me, like, I'm driving home. She's like, be careful. I saw you getting hit and dying in a horrible accident coming home. I'm like, don't fucking. When did I say that? I was driving back from Huntington Beach. And you're like, what lane are you in right now? I'm like. No, I told because I had this weird, like, it's happened before. It's happened before and it actually happened and Drew avoided an accident. So whenever I have these thoughts or these visions, I but tell like this him. this one, you're like, I, I think you died in this one. I'm like... 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. Like I see no, you flipping and no, I said I think this one's really bad. I don't think you, you said, died I see in you, it. I see you flipping and all the glass is broken. Your your on your car's on its roof and yeah, but I didn't think you died. Like I thought it was gonna be bad because I think it was raining that day or something too. I can't remember. Either way, I drove really slow like this. No. So for two months, I told Drew about this <laughs> silver car. Like I kept telling him, I was like, Drew, I keep seeing like a, a silver car. Just be careful because like, I don't know if you're in an accident or what, but it looks like this car is like getting in an accident. You're in the midst of it. Like I was like explaining all this to Drew and I was like, just be careful. Like I'm, you know, I keep seeing the silver car. Then Drew calls me one day. Tell him about it. So basically there was a Tahoe driving down the freeway and a tire, like wheel and tire fully came off of it and like rolled forward and like, one car like dodged it, but then there's like this silver Camry that hit it and went flying like in the air and like started doing like barrel rolls and like flipped. And I was like, I slowed down because I'm like, oh shit. And I went off to the right hand side. Did you see it doing flips and, like and hit the ground and start rolling? But you were more aware because I had told you that morning, remember? Mm -hmm. I told you that morning. I was like, Drew, I keep seeing it. Be careful driving today. Then he calls me. Babe, I'm freaking I gotta, out. I gotta tell you. So if something. I ever have things like that, I tell him, like, because it freaks me the fuck out. I don't want to like scare you, but scare the shit out of me. This whole time. <laughs> Help me! Uh, Help me! I want to go into so going back into Japan. Where did we go? A lot of places that I didn't like. <laughs> like, like we went to. I hated it. The most haunted forest. Well, in two Japan. of the most haunted forests in Japan. Yes, but one of them is more well known: the um, Aoki Gahara Forest, also the known sea as of trees. the Sea of Trees, or the Suicide Forest. So we went there, and I just posted that video on my YouTube channel. So if you guys want to see it, it's all on camera. Kind of want to go through what happened when well, we were there. I, let's just put it plain and simple. Me and Kelsey were the only two there. And it was just us at night. At, at night. night. And no locals will go near that forest at night. And no one spoke English nope. at all. Well, in that area, they were well, like. Yeah, but like. No, the people we met after they did. People did speak some English, but the. Not, not like we're the situation. We're in nobody. Not in the situation, a, but like there, there's a lot of English out there. It's. It was a lot to unpack. Let's just put it that so way. So we took a taxi down to the forest and we had them drop us off. Like we just told them we were going to like this hotel. Here. What? She thought she forgot her flashlight. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, we need to find a flashlight. So we finally find a camping store. We end up spending $100 on a flashlight. And then we get the taxi to the forest. Go ahead. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you had to add the flashlight in there, Drew. Well, it, <laughs> had it to may, add the flashlight. Well, it's a part of the story that we're going to tell them about. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we go and we take the taxi. We have them drop us off at like a hotel that was near because no taxi would dare to drop us off at the forest. They just wouldn't. Everyone we talked to would be like, do not go there. Do not go there. The ghosts, they're dangerous. Like even at the camping store, they were like, that's dangerous. The ghosts, the ghosts, like they're so like adamant about the ghosts. They, they're just terribly afraid of ghosts. Yeah. like Well, they do have a lot of like urban legends and, and demons like in their, their a history. lot of negative entities and creatures and things like that. So they, they are very, very spiritual out there. So we, you know, we had them, him just drop us off around there and we went into the forest and no, we, didn't. we hid behind a wall. So we wouldn't look. Oh, we hid behind the wall so that he wouldn't see us like, like sneak. We're all being sneaky. Like we hid sneaking. behind somebody's wall in their house <laughs> because it, we didn't want him to like pull back over. Like, oh, I'm not leaving you here. Right. Yeah. No, literally we were scared like that. He, uh, yeah, we were weird. We have anxiety and that was probably just like us freaking out. Okay. Anyways, so we went into the forest and it literally is a sea of trees. Like as you walk in, it's just like so many trees and it's so dense and the feeling you get when you're there is so so heavy just like so much sadness so much grief so much like I don't know I just felt so like I kept saying in the video I just kept saying I feel nervous like that I just felt so nervous in there like on edge I guess is another so word. So certain in certain part like forests like around us if you look down like a hallway of trees you can see pretty far before like it, your vision gets blocked by a tree but with there and where we were for like a lot of the spots you couldn't look really far into the trees like there were so many trees blocking your vision like it became a wall super early on you could probably see 20 feet and then it was just covered up by trees you couldn't see anything else yeah so it's super easy to get in there you can't like there's not a super far like line of sight like in some forests, you can see like super far into like for like hundreds of feet right. all the way in here, a couple of feet in like, that's it. Yeah. Cause there's caves, there's um, things like that. Like from the lava from Mount Fuji, when it erupted, mm -hmm. it, you know, went into the forest. So the forest, a lot of the trees are like grown over these chunks of lava. So mm -hmm. it's very, a lot of hills and caves and it's very, you know, like there's a lot of places to get lost or to fall into or it's very very dangerous so we're walking by and there's a hole covered up it was like a yeah. deep deep hole that just went straight down yeah went straight down like it you know like if you fall in that it, it could really injure you or you can get lost down i don't know like well, you never like, know where it's gonna lead to like there are caves negative in there 10, negative 15 degrees while we're out there too yeah if you fell freezing. in there you would have froze to death overnight yeah. like you would have been so screwed yeah yeah, no, it was freezing out there, which was another thing. So we go in there and there's just voices. You just hear these whispers here and there. I kept seeing shadows around us. Like I was so nervous to tap into it, you know, and really connect because I just knew that once I did that, it just opens up, you know, for me, like so many entities trying to come in at once. It was just a lot. Like we were surrounded by entities. It was so intense. It's one of the most intense places I've ever been. Yeah. That place and the other place, like it just, the energy there is so much different. You feel like you're being watched. You feel like somebody's like on top of your shoulders. You also feel like there's like a super, like all this negative, like surrounding you. Like yeah. it, it feels like there's a fog like over engulfing you. Like, you. You have all those feelings because you have all these entities, like just focusing their energy on you. Yeah. It literally, you feel like you're going to watch from every angle. You feel like, like, so like desperate and like, you feel all this like despair. Like you want to get out of there. Right. And we're like targets because not a lot of people go there at night. People just Not even don't. a lot of people go there having the intention to, to, to actually connect with these, these right, beings. Right. They get ignored most of the time. Yeah. Even like the most of the people that have gone there for that, they're either hikers or I'm saying most people actually go into the forest are hikers or YouTubers doing stuff like just walking around. A lot of people don't go in there with the intentions of going there talking to them and hopefully helping them out. 
So once they feel that energy, they it's like moss to a, a like a flame or a light, like just all going straight towards yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. Literally, like we're that light, you know. So having them all around us, it was pretty intense. Like it, even the spirit box, it said like I asked how many, you know, because I, I felt four spirits at the moment, and I asked, I was like, how many spirits are around us? And it goes ten before, and then it says four you know, as many as I said there were, but it said 10 before. Mm -hmm. So imagine like 10 people surrounding you, mm -hmm. you know, but spirits like that is so intense and scary. I felt like there's like 400 there. Just well, it staring said 400. At I asked, I said, um, how many like people have died in this forest? And it said 400, which is I mean, it's I, off, but um, it's still like maybe that year or I don't know, but it said 400 and I was like, that is so that clear. That's it? such a clear response. Yeah. yeah. Do you got to keep in mind? It is not a small forest. It is not. It's, it's like 12 miles, 12 miles. No, it's 12 squared miles. What's the difference? Is it? So if you, that, <laughs> if you get a cube and you go from the middle, it's 12 this way, 12 this way, 12 this way, like. That's oh, like 12 squared miles. A, so a squared foot is a, a square. That's a foot all like, it's hard to explain. Like me trying to process, <laughs> but it is massive. Like if you got plopped in the middle, there's no way you're finding your way out without just hopefully yeah. walking straight. Oh yeah. People, people and if have you walk to straight in the wrong direction, guess what you get when you get on the other side? More forest, but it's the different a different forest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then there's more like there's people that get lost in there and they you can see on the trees there's like um, you know, they'll tie something around it to retrace their steps so that they don't get lost, you know, like because you can easily get lost, which is that, which is how a lot of people die in that forest. It's getting Bikers lost. Die all the time in there. Yeah. And, um, people get lured off the paths from these spirits and, um, go in the wrong mindset. And it's just, it's something that you have to be in a good mindset to go there. And some of these spirits are super angry. Yeah. They're aggressive. They're angry. They're frustrated they or they're sad. They people down. Some of them. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Unless it's not actual spirits, but negative entities like a demon or something like that. Like it's attacking these people and, and trying to bring more and more negative energy into the spot. Right. Yeah. I like connected with someone and they were showing me their last, their last like memories of what happened. And I just keep seeing their feet and their shoes falling off from like, it wasn't too high up. But I just see their feet or their, you know, their shoes falling off and then it goes like down into like leaves. And it's like, I keep seeing it, you know, it's something that was so vivid that they kept showing me. And then after I was, you know, saying that and like I had this feeling around my neck, the spirit talker goes strangled. My fingers and feet wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. I like had to tell it to get away numb. from you because it was kind of trying to show you too. It felt like my... Fingers had gone asleep, but like I was just holding the camera. It wasn't like in awkward angles. It just went numb right yeah. afterwards. Yeah. No, he was pretty freaked out. And the light we had, <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, so it started getting drained. The they one were... light we had, I thought it was full charge when we went there. Nope. It was that one battery, like one battery notch. So it was a power bank. That no, it was right fully clicked. charged. It. I don't think it was fully charged. There's no way it, it only lasted that amount of time. I don't know, because spirits, they drain energy either, like that. I've had way. lights where I charged it completely and it just goes down. Either way, I think imagine that being is two what miles happened. into the suicide forest and your only light source is dying. Then yeah. it's our phones, but the phones don't do much. They, they like it's a little, little box that they light up. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So no, we had to use our phone light for a minute there. It was about to die. Yeah. I had to plug it into my laptop in my backpack and like charge it really slow and then like pull it out and like crank it on. And I'm like, Drew <laughs> was like I'm ready like, to run. Babe, he was going to leave me in there. <laughs> I was, I would never leave you. I just pick you up like a fireman carrying <laughs> <laughs> over your shoulder. <laughs> this and the spirits are all following all the, us. All the nope energies get out. Get out. <laughs> just throw you over my shoulder and just. 
I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. I'd be able to run on water. I was running so fast. No, yeah, that would have been scary. But we like, it was just crazy. Like the REM pod was going crazy. And the REM pod is something that we use for spirits to communicate. And the closer they get to it, the more it lights up. And it was going every single color for like, Minutes. It was like just, a light show, like at a, yeah. like, at like a rave. It was like, and then I said, remember, I said, stop. Nothing. It just stops. And we were like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm. Then I go point. I say, go to the other one. Cause I kept seeing them around us. Mm. I said, go to that one, the other REM pod. And it just goes, beep, you know, mm. like flashes its green lights. And we were just like, this is insane. They were so, so active there. Mm -hmm. It's just gnarly. So I don't got, think they've ever had like a tool to like actually mess with like that. So it's I'm like, sure they have like with other people, but I don't think a lot of YouTubers have gone there. There's been like some, but I don't think they brought like that equipment there though. That type of equipment. Yeah. I don't They're know. They're like flipping out all yeah. that pent up energy that they had. They were just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, it's not like the, the like other places. Like there's been other people that have been there and they use their energy. Maybe there was just a bunch of built up energy that they haven't used, and they're just like, well, and power! I, and they probably know I have these gifts, so they are more drawn, you know, yeah. than other people. So that was just so intense. Go check out the video. It's on my YouTube, guys. Kel Kelsey Davies, make sure you check it out. It was just gnarly, absolutely not. Talking about nuts. Akita at all? Not yet, not yet. We'll do that in a different pod podcast okay all i gotta say is i almost cried <laughs> and we will get into that in the next episode of intoxicated thank you guys so much yeah. for watching and or listening make sure you guys go check out that video my youtube is k-e-l-s-i-d-a-v-i-e-s -E -E and we have drew hawk which is d-r-u H-A-W-K Drew Hawk Go check it out Go check out our vlogs Drew's gonna be posting his So go check out his out. vlog My vlog And all the vlogs And yeah I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day or night And stay woke everyone Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.